Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbitbook at gmail. Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. As always, glad you're here with me now. Don't know if your day is just starting, if it's ending, if you're right somewhere in the middle. Maybe you're riding a bike, maybe you're baking a cake, maybe you're eating leftover pumpkin pie. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe you're curled up in a ball, bawling your eyes out. Lord knows I've done it. Whatever you're doing, glad we're together now. If yesterday was Thanksgiving for you, I hope it was a good one. Yesterday was Thanksgiving for me. And... um Gotta tell you, I know this is unusual for Thanksgiving. So, uh, this normally doesn't happen on Thanksgiving, but I just have to share with you I ate a lot. And um, it was fun. It was fun to throw caution to the wind. My, uh, medical doctor said that's healthy eating <clears throat> to sometimes go ballistic on food but to not do it on a regular basis that's a part of healthy eating which was fascinating so I kept that in mind yesterday as I shoveled pie into my mouth no truth be told I didn't go crazy but I did eat delicious food my wife is a incredible cook and she makes things taste very unhealthy even though they're not so that's the truth but it was great and uh she loves watching the dog show (laughs) so we watched the dog show and um that was fun we have our little traditions that we do anyways hope you had a good thanksgiving and, um, well, <laughs> we also played cards and I made up a character, um, while we were playing cards that ends every sentence with, or is that just something I read on the web? So we were playing cards and I was like, are you cheating again? Or is that just something I read on the web? Bottom line, we've been saying it a lot in our home and it's making us laugh. Anyways. 
Grateful I'm sober. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. That is the big news. No desire to drink today. Didn't cross my mind yesterday. There was a time when I was, even in sobriety, even before the obsession returned and went away again, there was a time I was fixated on that. I was just monitoring it. Do I want to drink right now? I don't. I shared about it on here a long time ago. The first event I went to that involved alcohol was a wedding that I remember. And boy, I was I was just... I think I shared that Cat Stevens had this song called The Boy with the Moon and Star on His Head, and he mentions cider and wine being at this celebration, and I, for some reason that was comforting. Kept telling myself, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know why it was comforting, but it was comforting. So the whole time I was at this wedding, I was just holding my glass of apple cider, thinking, you know, hey, if Cat Steven mentions it, it must be true. Anyways, didn't cross my mind yesterday, and I don't take that for granted. So today I thought I would talk about um, kind of an analogy that I have, kind of a way of thinking about something that I have that maybe I've articulated to my wife, but that's about it. And it's, you know, I've shared on here, I'm, real deep thinker and have to figure stuff out and you know things are complicated and complex and you know all this just so for that reason to keep it very simple for myself i have these really simple visual analogies that help me tremendously and um One of them is this. One of them is that God's in a parked car. He's parked in the moment. And if I'm going five miles an hour, I can reach him, but it's not that comfortable. It's not that easy. If I'm going 10 miles an hour, it's a lot harder. If I'm going 50 miles an hour, I can't really converse. Because he's parked in the present moment. That's what's real. And that's therefore where God must be. So I really think about that as I go through the day. Very aware of the fact when I'm going 10, 15, 20, 5, slow down, get present so that I could really clearly converse and hear. And that works for me. And it also works for how I interact with others. And that's how I learned this really, is that if, you know, it's kind of the same thing. If you're, if you're going five and someone's going 20, You can't really communicate with them either. 
And to me, it's all one and the same. Can't really reach someone if they're going 20 and I'm parked or if I'm, if, if, if they're going 10 and I'm not moving or vice versa, it just doesn't happen. I have noticed. And how this helps me so much is that when you're parked, when you're in the moment, the first thing you realize is that very few people are in the moment. The more present you are, the more you realize the lack of presence. Very rare that someone's not going even five or 10 or 15. And I don't really attempt to, I guess I'm kind of looking for, as I go through the day, I'm looking for someone to be slowed down enough to be able to connect with. It's rare. Half of that is sad, and that's one side of the coin. But the other half of it is it's an incredible opportunity. It's in a way I just kind of feel like I'm I mean, it's just an incredible opportunity to just learn when to shut up and listen. For example, if somebody's going fifty, I don't I don't get in there. I don't try anymore. There's no point. Somebody's going 50 miles an hour, I let them talk. With few exceptions. Because I've just seen that it's futile. You're not going to reach them. They're going too fast. So I'm always just kind of waiting for somebody to slow down enough to interact with. Because then I feel like in terms of being useful to God. I really feel like everything other than that is just noise. If I'm going 50 and you're going 50, you, you know, <clears throat> it's just a bunch of noise. When I first got sober, I was going 100. And then I did my inventory and I slowed down to about 50. And I did my fifth step. I slowed down. Sometimes I was stopped and I would speed up again 25, 50 for a while. It's taken some time, but not that much time. It's really a matter of doing the steps for me. That really helped slow it down. So today I can go real slow. And it's comfortable. Because everything's always okay when you're parked. No matter what. Because that's where God is. So. I wanted to share that today. 
I've never said that out loud, like I said, except for maybe once to my wife. So I wanted to put it out there and see if that helped somebody. How do, how you slow down? In my experience, is by doing and living the principles contained in the 12 steps. That's how I slow down. Get myself unblocked. Selfishness. It's like gasoline. Makes your car go faster. Selfishness. Fear. It's like stepping on the gas. Sometimes you're going in reverse. Sometimes you're going forward, but it's stepping on the gas. Fear. If you don't want to go, if you don't want to call it that, if you have a euphemism for fear, if you want to call it a concern or just a worry or something, it's fear in my view. And it just speeds up the car. Doubt. Same thing. Resentment. It's hitting the gas. Remorse, shame, trying to control. Every time I try to control, I hit the gas, whether it's the past or the future. Every time I get into the role of trying to play God, I am hitting the accelerator. So try to keep my foot on the brake. And uh, put it in park as often as I can. And then I have access to all the resources inside me. I'm present. And I can have fun. Because I'm not trying to control anything. I could just uh, be. So I don't know. There it is. I think that's it. I'm going to fold up the cupcake stand now. I'm not doing anything today. I'm resting today. For me, resting will probably involve working on a couple projects here and there. Around the house. Which feels good. Anyways. If you're hurting, I'm sorry that you are. If you're in fear, there's a tool that I've learned that works. Realize you're playing God. Ask God to remove it and go be the light best you can. I read something from Emma Fox yesterday that said, if you want to know what it is you believe in, it's easy. Just watch what you do. Pay attention to what you do because that is what you believe. So if you want to change what you do, change your beliefs. Emma Fox knows a couple things I've noticed. All right, I'm out of here.
I'm going to go relax now. I got to go hit the brake. Keep it in park as best I can today. I want to give a shout out to uh, Happy Joyous and Three and uh, Black Rhinos podcast greater than yourself. Sober Gratitudes podcast, anonymous podcast. I want to thank the people who are having sarcastic big book meetings on Zoom. I want to thank the people who are supporting my Instagram page and all of my endeavors so much. I appreciate it so much. It means a lot. You can follow me, sarcastic.aa.book. Bunch of silliness on there. And um, I've been making a lot of fake books on there. <laughs> and I've started to put together a book of the fake books that I'm going to put out. Because it's fun. And it makes me laugh. And um, drop me an email. I love the emails that I get. It all means a lot. The message is the emails. Um, sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can go to sarcasticbigbook.com for all the information about all of it. And um, I never plugged that, but that's my website. Anyways, I'll say it to anyone who needs to hear it. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. I know. A lot of times it doesn't look like it or feel like it. I know that. That's why I say that. I say it because I've spent years of my life not feeling like everything was okay. That's where this thing that I say at the end of the show comes from. It comes from being very aware of how often it doesn't feel like everything's okay. So I just wanted to say it. And um, hope you have a wonderful weekend in every single way. And, um, and on that note, I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same. <laughs>